Welcome to the Liberated Investor Advantage podcast with your host, Doug Alden. In this podcast, we help you deal with and understand the uncertainties of investing and financial planning. Join us for this journey as your host, Doug Alden, teaches you how to move forward no matter what life or the markets throw your way. Hello and welcome to the Liberated Investor Advantage with Doug Alden. Good morning, Doug. How are you? Good morning. I know it's morning where you are. It just turned into the afternoon where I am. So it's the miracle of technology. Well, good uh, afternoon then. <laughs> uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I yes, say sir. good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. That's right. Just, that's right. I think I had somebody from uh, overseas listening to one of the podcasts. I'm not sure. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, or, or read one of my emails. That's pretty cool. But I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm really good. Uh, I've spent a lot of time talking uh, about the retirement issue that's right last time and we t- we had a conventional approach before i get into that the conventional approach um leaves the potential of maybe no legacy mm-hmm. and what you would have to use for a legacy if you don't live too long is any assets you may have left over such as your retirement accounts you did not live um any growth or loss in, in stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe your real estate, your home, you own a couple of rentals, whatever that is, that is the legacy that you will leave. And we want to go into a, what we would call an enhanced retirement approach. But before I get there, I got I to gotta talk about some things. You know, I've been in this business a long time, and I even get confused about all the products that are out there. Oh, yeah. And so it's very easy to understand why the client uh, have trouble uh, getting into retirement. I don't know what it's like to live without an income. I haven't done it yet. I I did it for a while. I got fired a couple of times, so I (laughs) had to kind of scratch to get a job. But all the products that are out there are just incredible in their complexity. I want to talk about who's driving that. Well, financial institutions and government drives that. Corporations. Yep. And guess what? They all have disadvantages. All these products have disadvantages as well as some advantages. Mm -hmm. If if I'm selling shoes and I walk in and you're wearing a pair of brown shoes and I'm selling black shoes, what do I have to do, Eric? Well, you've got to convince me that black shoes are better than brown shoes. No, I got to convince you that brown shoes is the worst thing you ever put on your feet. (laughs) Okay, yeah, no, that's a different angle, but absolutely right. Why are my brown shoes bad? Well, and here's why. Now, I don't know anything about shoes except I put them on every morning, take them off every night. But I've got to convince you that what you're doing is bad. Yeah. And what I bring in is something what I try to convince you is better. But that's bad, too. So bad can never be better. Mm. What What you have to do, the most important financial security comes when you minimize the bad. When you minimize the del- the disadvantages of these products, I call that wealth in motion. Mm-hmm. And I'll get into that a little bit today. But if you and I were to design the perfect product, Eric, let's help me with this. Mm-hmm. What would it what would it look like? First of all, when you put your money in, how would you put it in? All at once. <laughs> All at once. Yeah, but nobody can do that, right? I mean, that's just it. So it, it that, has to be true. 
Uh, let know. me let me give you let me give you a, uh, uh, that was kind of a very very bad <laughs> question to ask you. Let me give you a little hint. If I put my money in, I'd like to put my money in before I do what have what I have to do with it. Use it. Pay taxes. Pay oh, taxes. Pay, okay, yeah, that that too. <laughs> pay tax. So I put it in tax free. What do I want to do while it's growing? What do you want that to be? You want it to be tax free. Absolutely. And then when I finally take it out, how would you like to take I don't, it out? I don't want to tape. I don't want to pay taxes. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm going right. to go with that one. <laughs> no, three. Uh, you, you finally got the idea here. Yeah. Um, tax-free in, input, like a, a, what people think is a 401k or something like that, that's simply tax-deferred. That is not tax-free. That's tax-deferred. Yep. It accumulates tax-free, which uh, retirement plans do that. Roths do that, but you have to pay tax on the contribution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can take it out tax-free. You can't take it out tax-free from your retirement accounts, and you can, but you can take it out tax-free from a Roth. Now, if we were able to accomplish that, tax-free input, no taxes on the input. I make a, a my paycheck is eight thousand dollars a month, and I put two thousand of it in, and then I'm taxed on six. Mm-hmm. Tax-free income. Tax-free in, tax-free up when it when it grows, and tax-free withdrawal. What do you think would happen? I don't think that exists. It doesn't. Why? Well, because Uncle Sam is greedy. Absolutely, <laughs> he's not going to let us go tax-free all the way, all three steps. That's exactly right. Very good. You get an A for the class today. All right. Eric. Thank you. Um, government, corporations, and financial institutions. That's who we fight. And they're, we're way outgunned on this. They won't let that happen. Mm-hmm. And so what, what we try to do, and I've talked about this a little bit, it's called the velocity of money. How do I get more than one benefit from $1? How can I minimize the bad and send it to something that's good and bad, because all financial products are, are good and bad, mm-hmm. but then minimize the loss there? Yeah. I listened to a, a webinar the other day, and the man is really a genius, in my opinion. Hard to deal with, but he's a genius. Um, and, and he says, what you want to have is your money earning more than one rate of return. And people will hear that, and they'll say, what the heck is he talking about? Yeah, he how, he's how's talking that work? Okay, let me give you an example. My wife and I have uh, comfortable insurance contracts that we've been paying on for a while, and they've accumulated some money. Well, back in the, gosh, when was this? We, we had just started skiing, snow skiing, alpine skiing, mm-hmm. and we were on a, a rafting trip up in West Virginia. So I asked the, the, uh, the guides, I said, what do you do in the wintertime? So oh, we go over there and we're ski patrol for, for snowshoe in, in Silver Creek. Well, where is that? Oh, they told me. So we drove over there after the rafting trip, and we got a hotel room and spent that night. And the next day we get up and we start, well, this is a nice place. And so we go into the, the uh, lodge, and there was a real estate uh, company in there. And mm-hmm. we started looking at some of the stuff they had for sale. So I had to wake somebody up because it was uh, in the fall. Nobody had, was even there. I mean, everything was closed down. It's interesting. I don't know if you ski, but if you ever see a ski resort without any snow, it's really different than when you see it with snow. So yeah. Yeah, make a long story short, we we toured three different types of condos that were for sale, price ranges, and we took the less, least expensive one. 
we drove down to the uh, city nearby and got the loan. So I went home, and I just called my life insurance contractor companies, and I said, uh, I need uh, $20,000 or $10,000, whatever it was, out of that. So I sent that to the real estate, and they closed the deal, and Jan and I owned the condo. What happened was it was in a rental program, so we would rent it out during the ski season, and we used that to pay for the mortgage. Hmm. All right. So went, and we went up and enjoyed it. We actually enjoyed it a little bit more in the summertime when we went up to repair it and clean it up and stuff like that. But here's the point. I'm still, even though I borrowed from my life insurance company, I'm still getting dividends on that. I'm still gaining interest, got a guaranteed like 4% or whatever it was back then. My condo appreciated. I almost doubled our money in less than two years because Interwest came in. Those things just happened. Wow. And so we get the money back. Ideally, you pay back the life insurance company, and then you wait for your next opportunity, but you take the gain and put it to work someplace else. So that's how you can get your your money gotcha. to earn more than one benefit. Wow. Okay. And then we did it again just recently. We bought a house in uh, Memphis uh, after our daughter moved over there. We were able to buy the house and get the mortgage down, which was probably 65% of the rent she was paying. So she pays the mortgage, and we bought it, and we put down enough money so that we didn't have to pay that mortgage protection insurance. Mm-hmm. Well, that I already know we're going to sell it for a profit because the housing department, the housing market in Tennessee, Memphis, has just gone crazy, as has pretty much the United States. It's kind of back in vogue now. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to pay back our life insurance policy just through some savings and uh, some income that I have that that's uh, unearned income. And so now the money's back in the life insurance contracts. I'm waiting for my next deal. And we have some property that we want to develop. So I'm going to take that money and buy some, uh, build a condo or build a, a house there and sell it. So that's what I mean by multiple benefits. Wow. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it is. And so... I, I did I did this diagram for somebody once and showed them how to do it, and I felt sorry for the people because they said, yeah, that sounds really good, but it's just too complicated. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is people retire with a, 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 a conventional retirement approach. They have a balanced portfolio, their retirement plans, they home restate, government plans and pensions are by contract and by law. So they end when we die. Social Security stops unless your Social Security payment is higher than your wife's getting. So she might be able to keep you pension. You may have a survivor benefit on it, which would lower the payment uh, coming out. So our process is to take you and hopefully we get you in time so that we can have you transition from a conventional retirement to an enhanced retirement. That's what I call it. Yeah. Enhanced. Now, let me just review the fact of this case. And I've got, uh, I, I can tell the, whoever's listening to this podcast that you and I had one that we, we burned. You know, we, we did a podcast and it was so confusing that <laughs> we, we just burned it. So, yeah, it, went up, is, uh, it went up quick too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, <laughs> it didn't last a day. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> that, was, that was humbling, Eric. I got to tell you that. Yeah. Well, it was fun, though. I mean, we learned things. But, yeah, we did. That's what this is about. Yeah. Okay. I just want to review the facts on this. All right. Clients 35, one child, 
Joint income of $125,000, not an unusually high income. Mm-hmm. Home value about 350000 Again, not out of, uh, strat- it's not up in the stratosphere. They own the term insurance mm-hmm. to protect them for in case of a, a premature death. And they were putting extra money into their 401k. Uh, they had mortgage debt of 183000 plus and were at making extra payments on that. Had had some bad debt, which we would call a car loan, a student loan, anything that was not tax deductible at the mm-hmm. time of this case. Mm-hmm. And then they were making 529 plan contributions for the education of their child. Okay. So here's the, here's the scene. You come in, and we do an exhaustive study on your current position. Exhaustive study and education. We go through every product individually and then plug it into your overall model, your economic model, and see how it reacts and see if you like that or not Mm -hmm. based on projected outcomes. Now, we make some changes with everything the client wanted to do. No change in goals and no change in out-of-pocket costs. Okay. They're not spending any more money. It's easy. You know, I can give you a great retirement. Just give me another $15,000 a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How's, how, how's that working out? How much do they pay for platelets these days? Uh, platelets. <laughs> you know, donating blood. Do I get money for that? Uh, yeah, that's scraping together $15,000 a month. Uh, not going to happen. You know, I thought about that when I was in college because I got very, very rare blood, but um, it, I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If I was afraid, the content might, you know, when they do the analysis on the content, this was even before AIDS, so I wasn't worried about that. But, you know, I, I, my, my first go around in college, I majored in two things, um, female anatomy and hops. So, um, <laughs> Got it. Enough said about it that. Didn't, it, 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 it didn't go well. That's right. All right m- when when they're forward. gathering your blood in a keg, that, that's a sign. <laughs> I'm just letting yeah, you know. That's right. All right. Well, we, we had intervenous right from the cake, so that worked better. Um, there you go. <laughs> we, we made some changes in the flow of their money mm-hmm. and, and put it into some different products. We go to the retirement. Now, same goals. Kid goes to school, pay off the house. They have a little less in their 401k because of the change of our cash flow. Mm-hmm. So now, um, their house is paid off just like if they had not met me or our, a team or somebody like that. The 401k, let me give you the A's and B's here. The 401k without it changing was about $1.9 million. Debt's paid off. House is paid off. Other, no other assets of substance. And, of course, the term insurance expires because that's the design of the insurance company. Correct. But the debt is paid off. Home value is paid off, same home value. But the difference is he has more than his retirement asset. And that's what I was trying to make out, trying to explain when we got so confused in the numbers. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go too far on that because I don't want to get in the weeds on it. And if if the, what we say, you and I say in this podcast and previous podcasts and future podcasts, it entices someone to give me a call, I, I got to tell you how long and how intense just the, the document-gathering strategies, uh, the document-gathering process, and interviews with the clients, a, her husband, wife, hopefully if that's the case, single, that's fine too, 
how exhaustive that is, so that we can plug in and say, if you stay here, this is where you are. If you take these changes, this is where you're projected to be. It's all the future value. So, the, mm-hmm. you know, it's as good as one day because values change so much. This is where you're going to be. Now, he has uh, cash value life insurances in this particular case of over almost uh, three quarters of a million dollars. And he has a, a death benefit that's all paid up, no more premiums at age 65 of 1.5 million. No more premiums. No more premiums. Yep, okay. Paid up. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up here, Doug, just for a minute because uh, for the audience sake, I have notes that Doug has sent me ahead of time, and we, we talked a little bit about this case beforehand. Uh, one of the things that he said is is before this this couple, this example, met with someone like Doug and what he does, the 401k value was close to $2 million, about $1.9 million. And right. you just heard him say that the afterwards, the 401k value is a little less, and it's right around $1.5 million, $1.45 million. Uh, the reason for that is because they were overpaying the 401k by roughly $7,000 a year. They're overfunding it. And I know, Doug, you helped to redirect that $7,000 from the 401, you know, from overpaying the 401k. That $7,000 is then redirected to other things. So that, that's why all of a sudden, without spending any more money, they have whole life uh, value and they have that permanent paid up of 1.5 million and they have no more no more uh, fees on that or they don't have any right. more premiums on that. So that's, that's just correct. just one piece of it audience that that uh, is amazing to me because and that would be really explain why the documents and the data gathering is so extensive because Doug is taking a look at I mean you're taking a look at their overall goals. You don't want to change any of their goals and you don't want to change correct. what they have to pay on a monthly basis because I mean that's we need to stick within our budgets, and, and so many people out there just can't squeeze out that extra $500 a month even to change you know, their retirement, which would be great. But you're working – it's apples to apples in this situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That is That's awesome. exactly right. That's exactly right. Now, people, pe- people sometimes have a hard time coming to understand that, but it's just because what are the financial institutions telling us? That they want your money. They want merrily, like you wanted to put it in all at once, and then I would come back the next month. I said, well, Eric, I got salaries to pay. What are you going to give me now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They want to hold on to it for as long as they can, and they want to uh, give it back slowly over a long period of time. Well, the, the other thing is, Doug, I, w- I want to go back to your example of, of the shoe salesman. Not only is it your job to tell me my brown shoes are not what I need, not what I want, they're not good enough, that the black shoes are better, the other thing that I see so often in this industry is that one size fits all. You're you're also trying to sell me a pair of 11s, black shoes, when I wear a pair of 13s. And it's going to be tough to cram my foot into that size 11 because, again, it's not the right size. It's not what fits my needs. And so many of these companies are pushing products out there that are like, oh, no, this will work for you. Uh, let me just get the shoehorn and just jam you in there because <laughs> because I want to yeah. make a sale. Uh, well, and that's, that's a huge that, problem. That, that, that's a great point. I want to point that out. Uh, with all these financial products, would, would do you ever hear about the bad parts of them? No. Go, well, this is bad for you. 
No, it, it's just like those drug commercials where at the end they have a speed reader talking about all oh, the yeah. possible problems. <laughs> you know, oh, by the way, you're going to explode at every end of your body for the next six months if you take one pill. Oh, but we just that's tell right. you that very, very quickly at the end. Right. That's exactly right. That's the disclaimer. Exactly. Right. And I have a disclaimer on mine. I pass performance is no guarantee of future results. Investing is risky. You could sustain losses mm-hmm. if you don't do anything that are temporary. If the only time you experience a loss is when you get out or sell, mm-hmm. but they never they never tell they never tell you what the disadvantages are. Just to divert a little bit here, the person before we met had term insurance, and th- that is, I mean, that's all you hear because you only need it for a while. But, you know, forgetting the fact that if you if you live, mm-hmm. you've lost the future value of all those tiny little insurance premiums you paid for the rest of your life and your spouse's life and your children's life. Mm-hmm. But the big loss is you don't have any more death benefit. And I'm not selling insurance uh, on, a, on, a, on a, a footstool on a corner uh, of a street uh, with a megaphone. Insurance is part of a process that helps you work through and take some of the disadvantages away from some of the products that are, you know, hurting you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Again, another another example of this, because of where we are economically, my wife and I, we're able to have, not only do I, I, I you know, borrow money out of the insurance contracts to invest in properties and fix them up or, and sell them or let somebody live there and pay me rent, I don't pay the premiums anymore. My assets pay the premiums. Yeah, wow. So I'm kind of flattening out the potential tax if there's a long-term gain or capital gain or something like that i take that out and it pays the premium the premium accumulates money the money is used to buy additional asset when that asset is no longer in use i sell it put the money back so you you've got movement of money and that is so hard for people to understand uh, it's it's maybe it's me and as i mature <laughs> as i see the world through more mature eyes mm-hmm. this is this makes so much sense to me it's it's amazing why people don't buy into it a little sooner yeah all i'm all i'm saying is now this guy is this guy after it's all hypothetical numbers because he's still like 35 36 when we're making these changes but the picture looks so much better one reason uh, that's hard to plan for that many years is because you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Pull out your iPhone smartphone and say, thank you, Steve Jobs, 11 years ago. It's only 11 years. Yeah. So trying to picture what the world will look like in 30 years is impossible. So people ask me, I don't do planning. I do structuring, strategic structuring, so that every year uh, things change, we can ha- make adjustments now, now take that guy who's putting the extra seven thousand. And for those of you that don't remember, my recommendation for your four hundred one k is only put in enough to get the match from the company. Mm-hmm. That that's it. So we take in that extra seven thousand. He gets no benefit on that extra seven thousand zero because he thinks it's you pay less tax now. But buddy, when you run those numbers out, you end up paying a lot more tax in the future. Yeah, absolutely. So. 
just making different uses of your money allow you to be this is how this is my 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 uh, my phrase we help you protect build enjoy your wealth and pass on a legacy potentially and, you know Doug, i'm so glad that you said that right then because we're, number one we're running low on time and and okay. i wanted to say something to the audience because in this example the uh, first of all, if we haven't already talked about it, I am a father and I'm a grandfather. And Doug, I believe you are as well. Uh, uh, a great-grandfather. A great-grandfather. Oh, gee, many Christmas. you got a whole great on top of me there. Uh, well, we, we Doug's had, always we trying to outdo me, everybody. We, we had an early start. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that really just blows my mind on this situation is that let's take the, this exact example. A, a couple that's 35 years old with a four-year-old child. Fast forward 30 years, because we're talking about them when they're 65, fast forward that child 30 years, they're 34 years old. Heaven forbid, heaven forbid something happens to that couple at 65 and whammo, you know, it's a hit by the bus scenario. In, in situation A, they have the value of their home, they have a 401k that's valued at $1.9 million or so. If, if the child is the beneficiary of that, there are taxes. There are all sorts of things that everybody knows that are going to happen. You know, they're going to get hit with taxes and everything else when they when they try to claim that money or, or get that from the estate. Person B in, the, in or the same same couple in that second situation, Doug, we're talking their four hundred one k is still at one point four. So there's only about five hundred thousand dollars difference there, but the insurance, the legacy, as you said, the legacy that is passing to that thirty four year old child is tremendous i mean yeah. what what's the the overall benefit there is that uh is it 1.5 or is it even more than that from the insurance no, it's, it's one one point five million dollars one point five million dollars and that is not taxable correct right that comes in tax-free tax-free to that child so or yep. let's let's think about you know what the 34 year old what a blessing that would be to them but if if the 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 65 year olds if the parents say you know what they're going to be just fine. We've got this 401k. And if, if that happens, um, I'm going to do half of the life insurance. So another $750,000 that goes to the child tax-free. And the other $750,000, I'm going to bless the charities in my area or the church in my area. Could do that. Very much what, so. Whatever yeah. they want to do. And, and so I think that's just a, what a beautiful, beautiful picture that you've painted here. Um, and I, I know we're out of time, but I wanted to say that because I think that's so important that people understand that that they're, that's the biggest difference in these two scenarios. Um, you know, huge. I I, uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but um, I'm I'm a, a student of government and the news, and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, Ted Kennedy. You remember Ted Kennedy? Uh, no, doesn't senator. I'm, I'm a little huh? young for that. I I do know who he is, yes, but I don't remember him personally. Okay, a little young, but Ted Kennedy. <laughs> His father, uh, Joe Kennedy, made all his money. Some people say he was running during the... Uh, Prohibition. Yeah. The Prohibition. But anyway, Ted Kennedy, 60, 1962, never forget it. My young kid runs for Senate in Boston, in Massachusetts, and wins. And he's there for like 50 years making decisions on how I have to live my life. Mm. And so another legacy that could be you may be on the on the conservative side, and you you want to fight this. It's coming on at us, and we're 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 trying to do this. We have a granddaughter that could go to a very very prestigious college, and uh, become a, a prominent person just by going to this college. And it's not Hale and the Harvard, uh, Howard, uh, Harvard. 
So that's what I look to. What can I pass on mm -hmm. so that my values might be moved forward? Yeah. But there's just all, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we're going to get into some of the of the nuts and bolts of this. Uh, I have some interviews lined up. We're going to bring on some guests. Nice. Hopefully, I can I can get a, a money manager that I use if he'll consent to do a, a podcast with us. We have an attorney that's an estate planning attorney, and one of my long dear friends who has benefited so much from this process, I'd like to get him on, too, because now he's devoting full-time to a charity in Haiti. Oh, awesome. Uh, 30 years he's been working on that, and uh, now he's doing it full-time. He's feeding 6,000 kids a meal, one meal a day. <laughs> wow. One meal a day. And the meal costs 10 cents. He's got it down to 10 cents a meal. So those are the things that make... I mean, as as again, we see the the life passing before us through different eyes at different times in our in our our path, our, yeah. our life cycle. Yeah. And so now now I'm seeing it as a much bigger picture than when we first started. And what we try to do with our clients is to give them a much bigger picture. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, that's part of what we, we do. The other part is has to do with investing. We've got some very unique uh, approaches to uh, strategies to, again, protect, build, enjoy, and pass on your wealth. So Absolutely. It, 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 it never changes. But that's my, that's my theme. That's my... That's my story, and I'm sticking to it, Eric. That's <laughs> a success. Yeah. So, so great, Doug. Thank you so much for your time today. You bet. And I look forward to our next podcast. Audience, I, I want you to close your eyes right now. Unless you're listening to this driving, please don't close your eyes. Uh, but close your eyes and, and think about the picture that you want to paint and, and how um, these changes from a normal or a regular retirement to an enhanced retirement what that would do for you, for the legacy for your children, legacy for the charities or foundations that you personally want to set up, something that's been on your mind, in the back of your mind. I'd love to do that. I just don't think I ever could. Well, this gentleman that hopefully will be a guest on the podcast, he has, and he has accomplished amazing things. And, and I would, I'm just so looking forward to that podcast when that comes out again, Doug, thank you so much for your time and audience. Thank you for listening to the Liberated Investor Advantage podcast with Doug Alden. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Doug comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at the Liberated Investor Advantage, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Liberated Investor Advantage podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available.